0: This is the Soulfully Casual podcast hosted by Matty Ice. And now your host, Matty Ice. Hello, everyone. and Welcome back to another episode of the Soulfully Casual podcast presented by Matty Ice Media. As always, I'm your host, Matty Ice. Uh, It's a Monday morning here in Virginia. I've got a cup of coffee. It's a little bit dreary. It's cloudy. Uh, And I think that sometimes dictates the mood. Uh, It's May. You kind of want there to be sun. You want there to be flowers. You want it to be driving towards summertime. But uh, we don't always get what we want. And today's just kind of one of those blah days, I think. I'm doing something a little bit different today. I'm recording in the now. I'm recording live that's going to go, you know, be published right afterwards. And, um, you know, yesterday or this weekend, I should say, was just a relatively busy day. Saturday, we did a little family photo shoot for the first time. Uh, that was really fun. Uh, we haven't yet seen some of the pictures, but uh, some of the samples were really fun. And it's just awesome to see, you know, the, the family together. Like, it's the first time we've really had that kind of a attention put on ourselves. Yesterday, at least uh, in, the, in the United States, was Mother's Day. And uh, every year here in the States, we celebrate uh, one parent or another. We celebrate Mother's Day in May, and we celebrate Father's Day in June. And lately... I've been thinking a lot about this idea of being a parent. Uh, Over a year ago now, I became a parent for the first time, as many of you know. My son was born in March of 2020, and over the last 14 months, we have uh, gone on this journey together with ourselves, my wife and I as parents, and we've gone through it with him as as a child, right? And it's been really, really interesting. It's been a roller coaster at times. It's been fun at times, um, and it's challenging as well. But it's not something that I wasn't expecting. It's not necessarily a challenge that um, you know I wasn't ready for. I was older when I had my first child. I was 37, and you know I just was ready for that that next step in my life. I had done a lot of living up until now, and um, I couldn't be happier with the result. But the concept of Mother's Day um, it got me thinking, and over the years, um, you know, I've really I don't want to say changed my tune on the concept of celebrating one's parent. But I have definitely reconsidered that there are many different viewpoints of this idea. I think on the surface, these holidays, uh, celebrating something especially apparent, um, it seems like natural. Yeah, we'd wanna do that. We would be happy about uh, the people that brought us into this world, about the people that raised us, and so forth. But through the five-year estrangement that I had with my birth mother, um, it really changed my tune a little bit because I got to thinking at different perspectives. I got to thinking about how other people might uh, think about these holidays and so forth. During my entire childhood, my mother was very present. That is never something that um, I've ever said anything different about. Uh, my mother was active, she was present. Uh, she took a, you know, a, a firm stance in my life. She wanted me to do well. She wanted to make sure that I was given the tools to do everything that I needed to do as an adult. Um, I've never said anything different about my childhood. My childhood was wonderful. I really didn't want for much. Uh, my parents didn't have a lot. But like most parents, I feel like they went through um, this—you uh, know—not facade necessarily—but they wanted to shield me from what the the real situation was when it came to money, living paycheck to paycheck, uh, making sure that ends were met. Uh, and it wasn't until my—you know—my mother started working a little bit more after I was born, my father started to get raises at work. He was a government worker and things became a little bit more comfortable not necessarily uh, incredibly comfortable but definitely a little bit more comfortable and i was always shielded from if we were struggling Uh, christmases were always great right and that's not necessarily the the full indicator of whether a a parent is good or not i've really thought about this whole idea so i was scouring twitter yesterday in between phone calls and uh you know dinners with uh, our in-laws and so forth and I saw a lot of people talking about how they felt about this day. Obviously, there is a vast majority of people who celebrate their alive, you know, their parents being alive. They celebrate the great person that their their mother was or is, and they celebrate the idea of you know keeping continuing on that legacy themselves. Especially if, you know the other mothers out there who have become mothers after you know their parents did such a great job. And I think that's pretty prevalent. I don't think that that's crazy. I think that there are a lot of people who have great relationships with their their mother. And I think that that's awesome. That's what we should all be striving for. There's also a lot of people who um, their parent is not with us any, any longer. For one reason or another. Um, you know, a, a relationship dying is not just because somebody has passed on uh, from this earth. A lot of times relationships fracture. And that is almost like a death. I can tell you from personal experience that... I considered you know, the, the death of the relationship that I had with my mother to be very much like a death in the family. I mourned it. I processed it. I went through many of the stages of grief that they talk about when somebody passes on or when somebody dies. And um, it was just a natural thing that happened. And after a, a long enough time had passed, I really became apathetic to it. It became normal. It became part of the idea that my life was without this person who had been in my life my entire, you know, who had been with me my entire life, excuse me. And I moved on. Um, And having reconnected, so to speak, with that person years later, it it adds a complicating factor that I'm going to get into a little bit later. Uh, There's also a lot of people who have had uh, toxic relationships with their parents. And I'm talking about uh, mentally and physically abused by their parent. That parent is still alive. That parent is still in their life and it is complicated. Mother's Day is not a celebratory day. It's a very complicated day. It's a day in which, how do I celebrate this person who, while yes, I'm here because of them in terms of being born, um, they did not give me the same life that others had. They did not give me the nurturing love that mothers are supposed to give you. And I understand that that's very complicated. I, I can certainly see that point of view. Um, and I've seen a lot of people talk about uh, how you know Mother's Day is sort of the manifestation of the narcissism that their parents have uh, I went through that a little bit myself having been born to what I feel is a narcissistic mother in a lot of ways um, guilt was very heavy in my my family and again it's not because it th- did not mean that my childhood was awful I was not physically abused I think in some ways I was abused uh, emotionally for sure definitely the guilt and my my family on that side is Catholic and Guilt is very prevalent in the Catholic religion, but it's not a religious problem. I think it's an individual person problem. So don't mistre- mistake my uh, saying that they're a Catholic as there being the sole reason as to why that is. I think it just fosters um, that kind of behavior, and they've taken that to the next level. And so um, I got to thinking about this idea of mothering. I think in the traditional sense, and we go through this when it comes to um, you know gay marriages and so forth, you know, two gay parents, uh, but this idea of mothering, I don't think it necessarily has to be a biological uh, only, But bi- by bi- it doesn't have to be biological only. I truly believe that the idea of mothering is so much bigger than just, I had a baby, you know, physically had a baby, because anybody can really do that. Any female can do that for the most part. I mean, there are obviously other situations, and that was another situation that I, I did not speak to that I, I should have earlier is women who want to have children desperately and have been unable to. And from a biological perspective, they haven't met a partner, whatever it is. Uh, that's a completely different uh, set of grief, and we need to recognize that a little bit more. And so I guess one of the reasons why I bring up all of these different types of um, you know, celebrations or uh, remembrances on Mother's Day is because I want people to take themselves out of their own uh, mentality and try to put themselves in with somebody else. I saw a lot of people hating on, hey, this is supposed to be a good day. Don't spread that negativity. Those are those people's realities. So just keep that in mind. But over the last few years, um, the concept of who my mother is has really changed for me because I've come to realize a few things. And I probably will forget what those few things are as I try to talk about the first one. But um, the idea of parenting, the idea of loving and nurturing is not just uh, singular to a biological parent. Anybody can do that. And I think more and more, at least in this country, the idea of the, the nuclear family, so to speak, uh, is becoming a little bit different. I think people are branching out, obviously with single parenthood being more prevalent these days for whatever reason, not necessarily because people are irresponsible. Uh, you know, spouses die, things happen. Uh, and I think you start to embrace more people into your life. Even in my family situation, where I have a wife, I have you know a son, and we have what is considered a traditional family. We still embrace people from all over as part of our family. Uh, friends become aunts and uncles, and you know I have friends. Cleveland is like a brother to me. Uh, another friend of mine, who's a friend of my wife, uh, Joyce's daughter, is like a sister to me. And they're not related to me, right? They're not blood relatives, but they are relatives in the sense that we have a connection. We have some semblance of family uh feelings toward each other that have manifested due to uh being around each other due to outside you know influences and so forth and i think that's something that's important i don't think you need to be a mother to understand what it's like to be a mother you see a lot of that on the internet you see a lot of people saying like well you don't have kids you wouldn't know um there are certain things that are difficult to understand or empathize with when you do not have kids and i totally can see that now but most of the idea of being a parent, specifically about you know being a mother in this case, since we're talking about Mother's Day, it's about nurturing and loving unconditionally. So uh, I'm very, very, very fortunate to watch my wife do this on a daily basis. Um, not every day is peachy, especially when we have been in a pandemic for 14 months, spending a lot of time with each other, more time than we did before, most likely. Uh, being forced to sort of spend time with each other because the options of whatever we can do outside of the house are fairly limited unless we're going to go hiking. But we can't really do that with uh, with my son just yet. We're not really comfortable doing that. So we spend a lot of time together. We spend a lot of time with each other and we spend a lot of time with our son. But I watch what she does. I watch the way that she uh, you know, handles him and approaches him. And you can see the unconditional nature of her love. You can see how She wanted to be a mom. She loves being a mom. And she, you know, she really cherishes that in every interaction, even when he's being a total poop. um, You know, she loves being able to try and calm him down, to try to be able to fix whatever is ailing him. And um, I've, I've come to so appreciate that because when you're looking for somebody who you want to raise children with, that's what you want. You want somebody who wants to be there with you, who's in the pocket with you. Even when things get tough, you understand the larger picture. You understand that we love this child so much. But, you know, this is just a rough day. And so I've watched that. Over the years, I have collected what I consider two mothers. Um, My stepmother, who has been in my life since 2006, and I really took for granted, to be honest with you. Um, The relationship that I had with my biological mother, I think, tainted a lot of the way that I treated other people. Because a lot of times it was easier for me to get caught up in all of the negativity and drama that she carried around with her as an adult. Um, And... It was always judging other people it was always talking about how other people were inadequate what other people didn't do when one of the things that she lacked was the introspection to look in the mirror to be able to understand what she was doing that was not you know on the up and up or or was not right that she could have been doing better decisions she could have been making that were better and she just didn't do it and i kind of let myself get caught up into it i judged people harshly uh not necessarily to their face but definitely when they weren't around which i think is even way worse um and I don't think I truly embraced how motherly she was. Uh, my mother had convinced me that she didn't know what it was like to be a mother because she didn't have kids. Um, I've never asked the reason why she doesn't, and I won't because it's, at this point, not really a factor. Um, it is what it is. 73 years old, your life is where it is, and you know you make the best of whatever it is that your life has gotten you. And I think for many, many, many years, I just, I don't know, Like I just never truly embraced what she was really presenting me. I think I saw her in one light and I I really wasn't giving her a fair shake. And not because I was actively trying to go out of my way to be distant or apathetic or whatever, It just my mind hadn't expanded. I hadn't been able to free myself emotionally from what I had been going through as an adult with my own mother to understand this concept of there being another way. And when my mother and I broke from each other um, she really stepped in and provided me with that motherly touch that I just needed. Um, she was always there for us. She was always a phone call away. Uh, we, uh, whenever we went there, we were always welcomed with open arms, love, support, uh, truth. You know, like sometimes love comes in different forms and sometimes love comes in with blunt honesty. And that's what you need is tough love is sometimes necessary to grow together and to grow as a person for you individually. And she provided all of that. The other thing that she did was she um, welcomed my wife into our family. Our family is very small. My father was an only child. I'm, you know, an only child. I have a half-sister. We don't have a relationship for different reasons. She's older than I am. Um, You know, there's a whole lot of other scenarios that go along with that, but it's not really for this conversation. Uh, My father, you know, does not have a large extended family. We do have extended family, and I thankfully have relationships with them today, but um, it's not like my in-laws who have, you know, my, my father-in-law is one of seven. So there's a lot more of a reach with that family than there is with mine. However, my wife was welcomed. Um, they knew that I was happy. They knew that we were happy. And that was what was important. They have supported us from day one. They supported everything that we've tried to do. When we have talked to them about things we're going through, a difficult times, uh, she has been there to listen. She's been there to uh, give me advice when I need it sometimes unsolicited advice that she knows is necessary for me to hear. That's that, that brutal honesty sometimes. And we both feel as if she has stepped into a motherly role in which we can't really describe, uh, and nor can we really put into words what it means. And even with my biological mother back into the picture, nothing has changed there for me. It's really, uh, come to my attention that, you know, I've sort of replaced what was my biological mother with, you know, my stepmother who has Showing me what I needed as as an adult, that love, that support unconditionally. And that is so important as you get older, because as you start to raise your own children, and you start to struggle through that, and you go through life, you start to remember the things that the people, you know, who are older, who have seen more than you have. uh, You start to realize how their wisdom is something that you can't put a price on. When you're a teenager, you don't really get it. You think, I know everything. And it's only until you get older, every decade that goes by, that you realize that you know less and less, or you knew less and less when you were younger. And I know so much more now. And I know that she's not listening because she doesn't really do podcasting, but, um, you know, if she was, I would just want to tell her thank you. That's the only thing that I could say. Uh, The last five years, six years now, you have uh, continued to show me why you could have been a mother. Nothing could have stopped you from that. And whatever it is that, prevented you from having children in this life. Um, it certainly was not because you weren't deserving. It was certainly w- was not because you were not up to the task, that's for sure. Um, and I cannot wait for however many years we have together uh, forging that mother son bond that we're continuing to do. but however however many years you have being a grandma and um, I will never forget when we danced at our wedding and you said to me uh, in private, you know, as we're dancing, um, I never thought that I would have this. And I never forgot you saying that. And I never forgot what it means. So uh, thank you. The other person that has really come into my life is my mother in law. Now, it's a common trope in marriage to uh, not get along with your in laws. And I never really understood that. I never really understood why there was such a, um, you know, a strife between, uh, between sets of parents in that regard. Because technically speaking, you're getting together a great thing. Your two children are getting together to spend their life together and build a family together. And um I never really got it. But thankfully my parents, you know, my father and my stepmother and my my in-laws, they got together from they got along from day one. Uh and it was great. My stepmother, I think, fashions herself as a northern southerner, if that makes sense. She lives in the Boston area, but she's always, you know, sort of identified with living in the South. She loves the South. She loves going to visit. So uh, they all got along, but uh, my mother-in-law was again crucial when it came to acceptance. Um, I was going through so much with my mom at the time when my wife and I got engaged, and you know she she listened. She uh, gave me her perspective as another mother, and that was so so important. You know I would share some of the words that my mom had said to me, uh, that my aunts had said to me, and my mother-in-law and father-in-law both being cancer survivors. You know, this was at the time my mother had breast cancer and they gave me their perspective, their real perspective on how they look at it as parents. And that again, that welcoming acceptance that unconditional acceptance that sure, you have issues with your in-laws, you have issues with everybody in your life at some point, things that you disagree on, uh, arguments that you have. But in the end, what's important, and this is why I think it's so important as a parent is you always come back to each other. That's the point. You are family, you are related, and what needs to happen is the love that exists, the true unconditional love that exists in a family needs to overcome everything, and you need to come back. And even when we've had disagreements, um, it's not changed the fact that we love each other, it doesn't change the fact that we are family. And every day uh, when I watch her with my son, I watch her with us, and we are treated with nothing but love, we are treated with nothing but acceptance. And I can't tell you what that means to me. Um, She's listened to me talk about the struggles I have with both my parents. And she has given me her perspective. And I've, you know, heard her perspective on certain things as well. And I think it's just, it just feels like a motherly relationship. She was born to be one. Um, She has thrived as one. Her children are doing amazing. And that's what you want. And what I have come to learn is that Uh, Whether you are a biological parent or a non-biological parent, what you want from your children is for them to succeed. You want to see them go out and thrive. You want to give them more than what you had so that they can go out and be themselves, live their own life, forge their own path in this world. Because that's what your job is. That's what your job as a parent is. And I've learned that. I want to give you all of my experiences, try to teach you the right way to do things, the way that I learned how to do them, and hope that that's good enough. And my mother-in-law does that for for us. And she certainly does that for me. And she's also not listening because I don't believe she does podcasting. However, um, you know, I want you to know that it means a lot to me that your love, your acceptance has not gone unnoticed. Uh, I'm not the best at reciprocating sometimes. Uh, that's like my father. I'm not really great at it, except with certain people that are in my immediate circle. Uh, I'm not really great with compliments. I'm not really great with uh, praise, And so sometimes I just come off a little awkward. But uh, thank you to both women. And thank you to all moms out there. doesn't matter how you are a mother, whether you've had children, whether you don't have children. Um, but there are so many women out there who are doing so many motherly things that I don't think that they realize. Um, and you are doing it for the greater good. You're making the world a better place. The more children that have this feeling of acceptance, this unconditional love, Uh, that spreads. It pays it forward. And so many people remember that. They have those memories. They're indelible. And they will never forget them. I know that I won't. And I know that I try to be some semblance of a parent to other children, whether they're nieces, nephews, um, you know, my friends' children. I just think it's incumbent on me as a fellow human being and as a fellow family member of theirs to do what I can to make them feel loved, to make them feel accepted. Because it's what everybody craves at some point. They want to be loved. We want to be accepted. And Mother's Day is celebrating all of the people that do that in some fashion. Um, If you haven't had children yet and you can't have children, don't fret. You can mother any child. Nature versus nurture is truly uh, a concept that, you know, nurturing is sometimes better than nature because there are a lot of people who have children who don't want them, who possibly shouldn't be having them for one reason or another, and they don't nurture those children. And those children don't learn nurture others. And if you're out there listening and you want to be a mother, you can be a mother to anybody and you're going to rock at it. So don't leave it up to whoever whatever partner you feel that you need or whatever um you know, biological child you need to have naturally. You know, go adopt a child uh whether that's you know, adopting it in the you know, traditional sense of going out and actually adopting a child or adopting somebody else's children as your own in a way, doing what you can to mother them. Treat them with love, respect, Authenticity—it means so much, and the world will be a better place for it. So, to all the mothers out there, uh, we hope you had a happy Mother's Day here at the Soulfully Casual Podcast, and we hope that every day, not just on Mother's Day, you are treated with the respect that you deserve, and you also, in turn, are giving that respect, that love, and that nurturing nature back to the community. Uh, I appreciate everybody's time on this Monday, and um, you know, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope everybody has a great week. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday with another installment. Um, I've been feeling the creative juices flowing lately, so we might be seeing a little bit more. Uh, and again, I'm planning as many new things as possible, trying to get some new uh, voices on here. And, um, you know, it's just going to take some time. So I appreciate everybody who's listening and being patient and just continuing to push that content. As far as pushing, um, if you've have been listening to us for a while, you know, please tell your friends. It means a lot. Uh, tell them to check out Uh, this podcast and any any podcast platform basically uh, apple spotify google iHeartRadio, you name it they're we're out there Uh, and have them go to maddieismedia.com as well so they can check out other podcasts the manual political football cotton in the rocket ship cowboy season Uh, i'm really trying to push the content that my friends are putting out because we're all working very hard to put entertaining content out for you so please check that out Uh, if you want to hit me up Hit me up at Soulfully Casual Podcast on Instagram. Send me a DM. You know, hit me up, follow, and uh, I'll definitely love to hear from you. So I appreciate everybody's time today. I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy, and I will see you down the road.